If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. For all new and current subscribers, welcome back to Resilient Love. Resilient is being able to overcome difficult situations. This podcast is about love, love, tips tips on on life, life, and how to level up in your business. Let's Let's get get started started on on the journey. journey. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Resilient Love Podcast, where you have me, Quentin Baker, and my lovely wife, Brianna Baker. Hi guys, we're back. For another episode, which will be interesting today, our topic is avoiding smoke screens. So Brianna, what do you think about when you hear the title avoiding smoke screens as this kind of that ooh type of title? (laughs) (laughs) Um, when I think about the title, immediately, because um, as we prepare for these podcasts, we literally take what's going on in our personal life, what's going on in the real world, and we formulate the topic to give it to you guys in a breakdown way to, to help not only ourselves, but you guys. And so when Quentin brought the question to me, I said, avoiding smoke screens. I'm like, so obviously there's something that's blocking or distracting or hiding the truth so that's what i'm thinking you're on target (laughs) that brings us to our first topic which is be able to be able to discern through distractions Mm -hmm. and when we talk about being able to discern through distractions um one of the examples i could simply give you is the pandemic because it's that that's something we've never faced it's it's kind of like every day is a new cycle of what do we do what you know we have faith we have continuous prayer lives with praying so everyone but it's still a a, a place of we've never been before it's right. unfamiliar territory mm-hmm. and so my best example of that is you know, with the whole situation of going back to normal. So technically, to me, there is no new normal per se. This is not normal. You cannot make this into a normal situation. I know. I just told Quentin, I said, (laughs) I am tired of putting on a mask to go to this store. Like one time, one, because we were out today. And so he said, Brianna, come in this store with me. And I was like, okay, jump out of the car. No mask. Then I had to realize, oh, the mask is in my purse. So as I'm like in front of the door, I'm like, it's like, that's not normal. I am 27 years old. Do you know the only mask I've ever worn was Halloween? And my mama told me, Cuddy. 
So I really didn't even wear a mask like that. So now, and I mean, of course, the medical professionals are used to wearing a mask. But me, you know, the educator, the retail worker, the entrepreneur, it's not uh, it's not necessarily normal. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the medical professionals, they are used to that. That, that is their normal. But for us, the other folks, <laughs> it's not normal. Yeah. You can't make a you can't make a situation like this just the new normal. And I guess I'm just I'm a little tired of hearing that, the new normal. Let's just say adjust adjusting to the now. The, yeah. The new now, not the new normal. The new now. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe this is normal and I don't believe that we will stay in this place, but this is where we're at in this season. Right. And possibly the seasons to come. The most important thing is what we gain from this. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the topic of discerning through distractions. Yeah. So when I thought about this, I thought about the how everything is opening back up and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of controversy within the school systems and just everything opening back up trying to accommodate the what we used to know as normal and bringing and merging it to the new now correct so if the government is telling us to go back to school but the White House and other government buildings are not necessarily fully open and functional for visitation and running normal like before the pandemic, then common sense tells me to discern the spirit. That's not right. That's Mm -hmm. almost like walking into an ambush. Mm -hmm. That's like me being the leader of an army telling my men to go ahead, but I stay behind and watch. Right. So you must lead in order for other people to follow. You can't just tell them to go do it and you're not willing to. Mm-hmm. So we're all getting, trying to get somewhat used to these adjustments, sure. but it has to be an equal playing field. Yeah, it has to be an equal playing field. Mm-hmm. And in this playing field, it's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. So that's why you have to be able to discern through distractions because some of this stuff is a distraction. We literally have an election coming up. There is so many smoke screens, I feel like, that is happening in this moment. Yeah. And uh, this is not a smoke screen. Make sure you <laughs> register to vote. And, if, and after you register to vote, go ahead and get your absentee ballot because they're trying to stop your vote because if they block us from physically going to um, the Board of Elections in your particular county, you won't be able to vote because the next way to vote is through absentee ballot. Quentin and I are submitting ours on Monday. You guys, well, when we're recording this, it's a Saturday. So you guys, make sure you go and submit your absentee ballot. All right, back to the regular schedule program. <laughs> yeah, please do that, please. Um, that is not a smoke. Whether whatever side you support mm-hmm. at this point, you know, when it gets to be Democrat, Republican, quite frankly, I don't care. I only care about what is right for the people. Correct. 
I only care about what's right, righteous, and right for the people. That's all I care about. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're Republican. Because either one has flaws. Exactly. And either one has some pros. And and a democracy is supposed to be able to work together to come to a common ground, a common solution Mm -hmm. to solve the issue. Now, maybe we may not agree, but it should be a solution that fits for all. All people. Exactly. So a good point. Uh, that one, that one kind of touched my nerves. This <laughs> is getting on my nerves a little. Bit. Right. But anyway, um, moving on to our next topic. Um, be a diverse listener and reader. Mm-hmm. Be a diverse listener mm-hmm. and reader. What's your thoughts on this point, Bree? So, being a diverse diverse individual in a total package is what I think about. You know, when you're able to, just like he mentioned, it doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. If you can sit in a room with an individual that you know is a Republican and you may be a Democrat or a Libertarian, Liberal, Liberal. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever I get, I'm trying to combine everybody's <laughs> titles. Libertarian, bukalakalikilaka. Too many titles. <laughs> <laughs> I tore that up, guys, so y'all forgive me. But nonetheless, um, my point is this. When you can sit in a room with an individual who is not a part of your particular affiliation, whatever that affiliation may be, that is when you are a diverse listener because you can actually sit in a room, have a conversation, agree to disagree, or whatever the case is. Now, being a diverse reader, I mean, it's clearly said in the title that you are able to digest material to help you have a what? Broader outlook of the world or of a topic. Um, So something that we are working on, excuse me, is improving on our reading palette. You know, the thing about a palette is it gives you variety. So and or people love to say, we gotta change your palate. Change your palate. So that means change what you eat, change what you know is in front of you. So again, guys, go out there, have those real conversations. We're advocating for having real conversations with people in this season. Let's not disrespect people, but let's have honest conversation. And two, pick up a pick up a reading material that's different from your norm. You know, if you normally read so far for us. Let's try to read something related to um, education, just so you can be well-versed if you are a parent. You can read up on material or articles related around education, what is the particular phases that education is going in, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's the main point we want to kind of bring y'all. Right. Mm -hmm. And just to piggyback on that, which you kind of brung it up in your points already, is this shall advance your thinking conversation and even your surroundings mm-hmm. um there's just something about knowledge that changes the whole aspect of your life yeah and knowledge is definitely not just a degree mm-hmm. let's let's make sure we let's clear that one up now yeah because it's it's clearly not um as you can see, look at the look at the way we're doing education now. 
everybody's online. Everybody. No matter how much money you pay, you're online. Mm -hmm. I think you even brung out that Harvard were was still charging full price for their semester. Full price. And it's all online. And that could have been now numbers might not be accurate, but I think it may have been close to fifty K a year or a semester. I'm not sure. But either way Check the article. We'll put it in the description box. That's a lot of money. Either way. Either way. <laughs> and I have my reservations about that. Uh, I am enrolled online as well, but I'm getting mine for myself. Uh, I'm not trying to really get stuck in what society's requirements are. Mm, I like that point. Uh, society's requirements. How many of us have fell trapped to the smoke screen of education? Mm. Now, we all, we all, you know, have enough knowledge to know that certain disciplines need a degree. <laughs> certain certain categories, you want to see a piece of paper on that wall. Like open heart surgery. <laughs> I really don't think. I, I need to see more than just a high school diploma. Okay? But y'all get that. We know that. And so um, to Quentin's point about his journey, you know, it's really personal. Like, have y'all heard that phrase a lot? It's personal. It's, it's not even about society. It's not about my family. This for me. Right. And you know, one way to avoid the smoke screens of life is to not be conformed to the ideas of your family or your circle. Now, here's a here's a personal example. You know how you might consider taking, let me use something simple. Let's say you're considering a new hairstyle, right, ladies? <laughs> and um, you know, you go to a family member, you go to a friend, whomever, and you're like, hey, I'm thinking about getting XYZ style. And that person is like, well, I wouldn't get that. That might not look right on you. But here's the thing. In your personal thoughts, you wanted to get, I guess you can say shaved on the side. You know, some ladies get the shave on the side type style. And if you listen to society, you would never step out and experience what that style looks like. Guess what? Even if you mess up, that's why they made wigs. So my point, my little side note is to say, don't get caught up in what people think because smoke screens also come from people's opinions. The opinion is a distraction. The opinion is the smoke because it basically blocks Whatever you saw, you saw yourself with a shaved side of your head, but because of somebody's opinion, you did not see yourself with a shaved side of your head. So that's that's something practical, something simple to say. Do it for you. Whatever you're going to do, educational, you know, health wise, household wise, do it for you because you don't want to make decisions off people is my point. Right. And I mean. It goes so many different ways when it comes to this topic because, you know, I like certain, I, I love cars. That's my thing. I love cars. I used to work with exotic cars. I love cars. If I want a Bentley mm -hmm. and, we, you know, we can afford it, I'm going to get a Bentley. That's my choice. Right. But I, I can afford that now. Mm -hmm. But I do not like sometimes where we 
fall trap as a society of making someone feel guilty for buying a want. Oh, that's a good point, too. And I looked at a video last night. I mean, I do listen to a variety of people. Um, Les Brown, Eric Thomas, um, Jay Morrison. Jay Morrison. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody's going to have their different definition of legacy and wealth building. Right, right. And, you know, Eric Thomas, I, I admired what he was saying last night as he was saying he drives one vehicle. He doesn't have a weekend vehicle. He doesn't have this. He stays uh, beside normal people, average day teachers, uh, mailman, right. nothing extravagant, $230,000 house, not lavish. He, he don't, you know, he's creating wealth. Mm -hmm. He's His focus is. He's staying within his means. Right. He's living 30%. Uh, off, he's living off thirty percent of his income, but he's doing it. He's he's having long range vision, right? And I'm not saying if you buy something that you want that you're having short range vision. That's not what I'm saying. But your journey is your journey. Yeah, your definition of legacy. If the definition of legacy for you is passing along a car, that's your definition. Or passing along a house, that's your definition. Other people, as he stated, have their own versions. You know, just like some people say, this is how you're supposed to press a shirt versus another way somebody presses a shirt. Guess what? The shirt still got pressed. They might have a more expensive press than you, but guess what? Both of y'all press a shirt. And life is about trial and error. Life is about learning. Anytime you hit, anytime that you feel that you have hit the ceiling, mm -hmm. you have stopped yourself from growing. You have eliminated yourself in life from growing any further. That's why the topic goes back to be diverse in your listening and reading. Right, right. Because your eyes read and your ears hear. Your ear get, you got two portals that you're working with. Right. So. Your walk is not, I admire, I admire what Eric said, Eric Thomas said, to a degree. And I see how that can be beneficial for me. Right. Until I get to a place that I'm comfortable, and even not even comfortable, but I can just afford different things. Yeah. Your, your tax bracket change. Change. Right. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean my zip code has changed. Right. My car has to change. That's up to me. But either way, I need to make sure I'm within my means, have wise counsel around me, and make wise decisions. Yep. So we hope with that tidbit that you will really diverse your listenership and your, your reading and just soar in your own way. Yep. And you can actually... Um, diverse your listenership by supporting us on this platform. You, you know, you can donate um, $0.99, cent, $1.99, or $9.99. And you, those contributions help us to keep Resilient Love going. Perfect. And you may hear this message again. You may hear it again. <laughs> but yeah, um, things such as this, we try to bring a diverse platform to you to kind of hit all areas love, life, business. 
just and sometimes we end up going in a direction that we just feel in our spirit and unction that we need to go in. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, next topic almost ties in with what we just talked about. Reverse negative and speak life. Yep. Reverse negative and speak life. So usually I go in. I'm gonna go first and then you go ahead. Go ahead. Alright, I'm gonna dive in this one. Because the simple fact I'm gonna dive in this one is because I grew up in an environment that was based off statistics. The worst statistics ever, probably. And I was able to overcome these statistics. And I'm sitting here in front of you today, viewing this way versus incarceration. Mm-hmm. Versus being mentally institutionalized. Mm-hmm. So we have to, it's, it's crucial that we reverse negative and speak life. I literally changed for that purpose today. My life is a hustle. It's a hustle for God because he has to be number one in our life. But then it's also up to me to do the work because he's already predestined me for greatness. That's right. But I have to do the work. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I, I try to make sure I got something around me that's inspirational, that's speaking that life that I need, that's hitting me when I get a down moment or when I get just something just happens. You know how it's just everything can be going great and life just slaps you just like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you right now we're in a whole pandemic. I, I want to tell this to those that are facing unemployment, are facing fixed incomes. See what I'm wearing? Future millionaire. I believe that. I've always believed that. Now, granted, the ship to this has always got a little rocky mm-hmm. because of society, because of statistics. But thank God he pulled my mind back to the right place. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. reverse negative and allow me to speak life into my own life. Mm-hmm. And those that he sent along the way, I am so grateful. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't know how to speak life into my own life and my own situations. That's right. And I just want to add, you know, going back to the inspirational um, quote statements like Quentin and I, we wear what we mean. And we mean what we wear. And what are you wearing today? Strong, beautiful, melanin queen. This is actually from the Journal Queen Collection. And I just want to rock my tea today because, you know, as women, we have to always remember that, yes, we are strong. Yes, we are beautiful, beautiful. And we are melanated. Yes, honey. Look at this chocolate. And so, um, but if you're just listening, your girl is chocolate, melanin. <laughs> but nonetheless. And black is beautiful. Black is beautiful. And, you know, with society coming down on black women specifically, I made this shirt just to empower us that we are strong. We are beautiful. And our skin tone makes us a queen. Simple as that. I wanted to bring out the attributes that attributes that make us a queen. 
And so, um, again, walk in your royalty, hold your head up high. And guess what? This is a shameless plug for your girl. Okay. Journal Queen Collections is dropping a 90 day planner. We're dropping the planner next month in September. The planner is called Maintaining the Crown. Maintaining the Crown. So please be sure to stay on the lookout for those listeners, those that are watching us. Journal Queen Collections is dropping a 90-day journal so we can walk these next three months together and we can maintain our crown. All right, ladies? That was my little plug. Reverse the negative. Speak life. Maintain the crown. So many people say, oh, don't let your crown fall. Or even if your crown falls, no, maintain the crown. You know, many people get to the place they want to be, but they don't stay there. So when you maintain the crown, you're also maintaining your focus. You're maintaining your goals, your vision. You are keeping it at its level. And guess what? We're going to exceed it. But guess what? When you get there, don't go lower. At least maintain. And we're going to what? In that 90 days? We're going to go ahead and maintain the crown, and then we're going to do what? Elevate the crown. I had to drop that on y'all. Reverse the negative. Be life. And for the men or men, I, I speak for the men that it is important for us to reverse the negatives that society has put on our women and speak life into our women so they can maintain their crowns and their rightful place. It is crucial that I say this because so many can so many things can transpire outside of the house. I feel like your house should be your temple. Mm -hmm. Your house should be where you get your renewal. Yeah. You know, when you go outside, when you go to work, when you go any whatever you gotta do, you it's almost kind of like you're going in a war zone. Mm -hmm. But when you come back home, it should be a renewing, a renewal. Um, granted, even outside the home, but especially the home. So maybe Brianna had a hard day at work. It is my job to speak life to her mm -hmm. and reverse the negative. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, a quick second for men that we we have to um, really take on that responsibility at the highest level. Yep, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, and make sure you purchase a shirt with me. Work is still required. 
Work is still required. Y'all trust me. I, you gotta work, 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 work. Hey. I gotta tell myself this sometimes because hey. even Bree has had to lift my own self up. Like, come on, bro, you gotta, you gotta, you get gotta yourself work, together. work, 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 work. Hey. <laughs> Just because you know, I I deal with like I deal with investments. I deal with you know I like to dabble in investments and properties, and you know. I've heard no's when it came to finance. I've heard this because my portfolio or my background doesn't look like this a certain way. I've heard no's and I, I really kind of just was like, no, I just only want to deal with it. It's like I just can't get a, an opportunity, a chance. But I had to pull myself back together along with the help of my wife. And you had the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was going in here. I'm like, oh, but and, and that was before marriage. And after marriage. Mm-hmm. So before the I do, after the I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and I, I only say this because so many times it's almost like it's a um contradiction of faith. Mm-hmm. That we have this misconception that we're gonna pray and everything's just gonna work out. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be all right. Just pray about it. You know you know that one. Just pray about it. That is true. Pray about it. But what you gonna do about it? Right, because God has given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and power over the enemy. Nothing shall by enemies harm you. That's Luke ten and nineteen. That's my scripture. I stand on. <laughs> God has given us power to tread. That means walk, <laughs> right? Walk right on the very thing that could kill you, because a scorpion could kill you. But Jesus will give you power just to walk right on it. The same power he gave Peter to walk on water. I didn't come here to <laughs> quote. And he said, quote, the scripture means believe in the power. So I believe in the power of the blood of Jesus. And I believe that when you quote what he said. Not half of it, not a third of it. You got to quote. Look, he said, if you believe by faith, what you're saying is going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. Think about the woman with the issue of blood. She did not, you know, touch Jesus as a as a way to say, well, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to touch him. She, she walked through that crowd believing, I'm getting healed today. Today, after 18 years of bleeding, I'm getting healed today. So when she reached out to touch Jesus' him of his just the him now, he she didn't even touch his body. She touched, look, like a little piece of cloth right there. She touched that, and that made her whole. But she already believed the scripture. Walk by faith and not by sight. She already believed that because she walked through a whole crowd, not really understanding or recognizing what will I be able to actually touch him? Will I be able to actually get the virtue from him? So she really was walking that scripture for us. Walk by faith and not by sight. She didn't care about the crowd. She said, I'm going to get to him. And that's what some of us have to do. We have to have that mindset that I'm going to get to the gym. I'm going to get to the church house. I'm going to get to that classroom so I can finish my degree. Whatever you're supposed to be getting to, you got to have that same press like the woman issue of blood. She said, after 18 years, I'm walking through this crowd for my healing, not for Quentin, 
not for Brianna. I'm working through this crowd for my healing. And that's what some of us have to do in order to avoid those smoke screens. You got to press past what society is saying, press past what your family, if people not going to run with you, you got to run on, as I tell folks, and see what the end going to be. That's what your grandma said, I bet. <laughs> but, you know, another way, even digging into this is just, I think I can break it down in a way. I like to break things down to ABC. Go ahead. Because you, you can't say you didn't get it this way. Here we go. The prayer is the seed. Mm -hmm. The work is what it takes to reap the harvest. So you pray, that's the seed. Mm -hmm. But you also have to work and God gonna do whatever else needs to be done so you can reap the harvest. Mm -hmm. But you can't plant the seed and then just walk away from the garden. Well. And not tend to the garden anymore. Mm -hmm. You still have to work and tend to the garden. It's the original seed that you planted. If you believe, if you believe in that prayer, that seed that you already planted, mm -hmm. you got to tend to it. You got to work. You got to faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. We know this all too well. If things haven't been working before, maybe it's time to discern and step out on faith and try something new. But what you cannot do is plant the seed, not do the work, and blame it on God. Go ahead now. You can't do that. You can't you can't throw that out on him. Mm -hmm. Because you still have to do the work. Now, and that's why this portion of the podcast is discerning. That word is coming up a lot. Reason being is that it is crucial in these next few months that you discern. I don't care how you, you used to live. I don't care <clears throat> what you used to think like. It is crucial. Yep. Discerning sometimes can mean life and death. Yep. So it's that real. Yep, and before we close out, I want to give you that scripture reference. Mark eleven twenty four in the Amplified Version says, For this reason I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, parenthesis, in accordance with God's will, believe with confidence and trust that you have received them and they will be given to you. They will be given to you, Mark eleven twenty four. So, whatever you pray in accordance to God's will, you trust and believe. God's will is for us to be healed. God's will is for us to have a life and have it more abundantly. God's will is for us to exceed and excel. And be careful what you pray for. Yeah. And be careful how you pray. You know. Because sometimes you can pray for it. Let me give you an example. Lord, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a business owner. I want to do my own thing. Ain't got no job, Lord. I just want to flourish. But as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you still got to work. <laughs> you, you, you still got to work. You actually got to do a little bit more work. A little work. bit more work. Exactly. you're laying the foundation. For a lifetime. 
And when you think about that foundation, your motivated, your motivating factors should be your family. Mm-hmm. Because that's what begins to create legacy. Yep. And legacy can uh, can is is like an old building. It can upstand only if the foundation is solid. Mm-hmm. So be excited. Yeah. It, it's gonna, I mean, it's challenging, it's challenges in waking up every day. Mm-hmm. But, but Avoid the smoke yeah, screens. screens. Yeah, <laughs> avoid that. Avoid the smoke screens of life. And just, you know, excel, do what you got to do. And believe in your prayer. Put the work forth. And it shall happen. Put work in. And with that being said, <laughs> this um, has been another episode of Resilient Love. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Resilient Love Podcast. We wanted to take this opportunity to also let you know that you can help us by committing to a monthly fee of $0.99, or $9.99. Those contributions help us to keep this movement of resilient love going. Blessings to all listeners and subscribers. Thank you all. Resilient love.